are Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Thursday, April 22nd. Your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that, uh, was planning on speaking only about the Flyers, but there's some NHL news that is very, very interesting. Another question I have with the NHLPA, honestly. Yeah, never a soap opera, right? (laughs) I love that you brought that up, because it truly is, this whole season has been a soap opera, it seems. But, uh, you know, to just focus on only Flyers soap operas, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Locked on Flyers. We will keep you up to date on all of the team news as well as our episodes as we release five episodes a week. So you don't want to miss out. You can also email us at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. We are your hosts. I'm Danielle. And I'm Rachel. And today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So, in today's episode, we are going to touch on some NHL news, then some Flyers news, and finish up with a Flyers and Rangers preview as they play tonight. Locked On Flyers is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe to get all of our episodes here on the Locked On Sports Network. So let's get into the NHL news, shall we? Similar to kind of how we started talking about the Canucks, uh, it all started to 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 form when uh, Golden Knights goalie Robin Leonard uh, had a media availability, and at the end of his media availability, he started talking about the NHL and their vaccine policy. Now he basically called out the NHL and said that the teams. Uh, was vaccinated, and when they were to be vaccinated, they were promised a NBA model where COVID restrictions would ease, and that has not happened. Leonard said that the league made promises, and those were not kept. Um, he said the league was, or the league is surveying teams to see who has taken the vaccine, and that the league is more concerned about teams having a quote-unquote competitive edge if some teams take the vaccine whereas others don't. And Leonard went on to say that they've been in basically a bubble for a year now, and he feels lied to that they got the vaccine and nothing changed. Um, And this is a quote directly from Leonard. He said, being lied to about things changing to kind of force us to take the the vaccine is unacceptable. Now that we've taken the vaccine to say the excuse... Uh, to have the excuse to be, now we're not changing that because of a competitive advantage is outrageous. Now, the NBA model, which is similar to the MLB, both of them have policies that if 85% of the players and staff are vaccinated, the league would ease restrictions on gatherings and quarantines. Leonard said that um, he was told a similar policy would come from the NHL, and he said that was a lie, a blatant lie. So, of course, the NHL could not just remain silent on this matter. And it came out that 
um, the league said, or someone from the league said that nobody from the league has communicated to any of the players or clubs that any of the COVID protocols would be quote unquote relaxed for any player once he is vaccinated. On the contrary, we have recently reiterated that it is essential to remain vigilant as we head into the final stretch of the regular season and approach the Stanley Cup playoffs. So at the time of recording, that's pretty much all the news or the most recent news that we have. So I'd love to get your opinion on this whole situation, Rachel. Well, there's a couple of things. First off, look, I get it. Like, we've all had a time of it, right? And we've all had our moments where we're just like, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore with all of this. And, you know, whatever the policy is and or the communication obviously we're not privy to it so we just kind of have to trust that Robin Leonard feels like he has not been communicated to effectively and the NHL has now said sort of what their policy is and both things can be true right where the they've just done a terrible job communicating which would not shock me in the least but I also feel like Robin Leonard is a little out of bounds here just because it's it's understandable to be frustrated if you feel like you're not being communicated to but you know we like we've all been doing this for well over a year now in terms of social distancing and isolating and trying to keep each other safe and you know, when players signed up to play for this season, these were the conditions that they agreed to play under. And the PA had discussions and a vote. And while, you know, we've talked about the Players Association not necessarily being the most effective of the unions in sports, I I think that ultimately this is the kind of season that they signed up for in order to have hockey. And so to a certain degree, they just have to kind of deal with it, especially, like I said, because it's not a situation unique to NHL players. It's something that other athletes have been going through who are professionals and amateurs. I mean, the women's worlds just got canceled and they haven't had any tournaments in, you know, two years now, which is annoying, which is a whole other topic. But again, like people are just dealing with things as they come. And so I I just feel like he got a little bit out of hand with it. I was pleased to see that he apologized to some degree about it. He hopped on Twitter and he made some really good points. I thought about like, look, we're I think that we just need to pay more attention to people's mental health in this situation because there's a lot of frustration and there's a lot of, you know, feeling isolated because we feel like we have additional restrictions on us in order to keep, you know, people safe. And it's it's tough. And Robin Leonard talks about mental health issues all the time. So this is very consistent for him particularly. But so I was glad to see that he apologized and said, yeah, you know, this probably wasn't the right wording. It probably wasn't the right way, but I am frustrated and we do need to think about people's mental health. Yeah, I'm really glad that you brought up the mental health part of it because, um, yeah, like you said, like you said, Robin Leonard has spoken out about this a ton. I mean, I'm definitely 
more the mindset where it's like I absolutely can see the NHL and the NHLPA maybe misinforming players and, and players that signed on in the beginning of the season to things that were saying like, okay, once you get vaccinated, you will ease up on the restrictions and that not happening. I can understand that they would be upset about it. This pandemic has affected everyone um, and it has obviously affected people differently, but I still feel like if they, if players or people are upset about something, like I can, I understand why they would be frustrated and want to speak out on this because to me, just from this year, watching the league closely and watching the NHLPA, I have a lot of doubts with them. And, you know, maybe what happened with um, JT Miller, players are more like more comfortable speaking out because th- their voice just isn't heard in the NHLPA. And so maybe this is what, like, you know, one of the reasons why Leonard felt the need to speak up and groups that are supposed to, you know, uplift your voice and hear you out and, and to advocate for you. And if, if they're not doing that, I mean, obviously you have to take your... Um, take your needs into your own hands. So I don't know, I, I kind of like see where he's coming from and I definitely appreciate him like, you know, speaking out on things that he's, that's upsetting to him because if it was me, I would hate to be lied to and I would hate to feel like my voice isn't heard when it's supposed to be. So I don't know, I just think this was really interesting and me, I'm always down to be skeptical on the NHL and the NHLPA. So well, this whole- sure. This whole news, just like another thing about the NHLPA and and maybe it is just the NHL that is at fault with this or maybe it's not. And and maybe Leonard just himself is having a rough time. But we've seen so many players that has spoken up about how this year has been really tough on them. And, you know, it's been tough on so many people. And so I I do um, I do feel bad for them in that sense. Like I there's so many people, obviously, I feel bad for. And I mean, these guys are millionaires, so how bad can you really feel for them? But I don't know. I still do. So this was just really interesting. And I don't know. The NHL, they're never, there's never a dull moment in the NHL. That's for sure. And I think that, you know, part of it was the language that he was using, which is what he apologized for, which I thought was necessary for him to do. That it was really how he talked about it and the language that he used um, like comparing his situation to being in prison, which was a little unfair, <laughs> I thought. So, you know, I, I don't, like I said, I don't deny his experience and his frustration. And I absolutely believe that he has not been communicated to in a in an effective way. I just feel like it was good that he at least apologized for how he presented himself. Absolutely. You know, Rachel, Everyone has been dealing with this pandemic differently. And while my coping mechanisms aren't the best, I still tend to comfort by, I will say. (laughs) But I'm getting better the longer we're in this. And I'm now trying to purchase things that are better quality um, and something that I'll use for a long time. And I'm not just buying volume, I'm buying, buying quality. And I love to look on Blue Nile They have such high quality jewelry. And right now they have an exclusive collection. It's called uh, 1010. And what it is, is a collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. These rings are so beautiful and bring joy to any and all, especially if you are into jewelry or if, you know, this is something that you're just recently getting into. 
Blue Nile only used diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana. They have 10 female design masters who have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring in this collection. They're ideal for an engagement, Mother's Day, a conversation piece, or just, you know, something to treat yourself to. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight anyone in your life. And it's fairly priced, so you can give yourself or a loved one something special and that is truly meaningful. Rachel, you brought up Harwell Godfrey's ring that stood out to you. I took a look at it, and it's a beautiful hexagon setting that is super cool. And it really does give that 70s vibe, which is right now so (laughs) current in fashion. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring or lifelong, one-of-a-kind piece, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long. Find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NHL draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info on our live NFL draft coverage. All right, Rachel, let's jump into some Flyers news. So uh, there has been a transaction. This one was a little bit surprising to me. Uh, The Flyers recalled uh, defenseman Mason Millman from uh, the Phantoms and put him on the taxi squad. And... Millman is indeed on the taxi squad. He was seen practicing with the taxi squad uh, yesterday. What did you think of this recall? Um, You know, I think there's a couple of things that are potentially going on here. First off, you know, the Phantoms played last night. Uh, As of recording, we don't know the results of that game yet. Uh, It's their first game back. And I think that if he was not scheduled to play in last night's game. It just made sense to call him up to the taxi squad just so that he would be skating again, because they haven't played in so long just to get him some additional ice time. I think that makes sense. And it's also good to take a look every now and again and just see how he fits in amongst some of the other players. Very true. That's a really good point. It's just so crazy. Yesterday's episode, we talked about some of the young Flyers defensemen. Millman was not on our list of who would be maybe called up to the team and we might see. So that was just always a shocker. But it definitely makes sense with him to get some time on the ice. Uh, yesterday, we also got some injury updates. So Tanner Lazinski has, has a hip injury. And he's getting a second opinion per AV, and that was yesterday. So hopefully it's not anything major. Um, I was just expecting to see Lazinski in for the rest of the season. So hopefully we will see him back before the season ends. And then we got a little update on Carter Hart. Uh, Hart situation isn't supposed to be serious right now, but it's just taking a little bit longer than they hoped. Um, And he's not going to take the trip to New York uh, for tonight and tomorrow's game. But the hope is that he'll resume skating when the team uh, returns back. Currently, he's day-to-day. And his issue is a mild knee sprain. Uh, He had an MRI and is being examined by the doctor per AV. Um, 
But yeah, like I said, it's just taking a little bit longer than expected. So of course, with that news, Elliot is starting tonight versus the Rangers. And it's undecided, or AV is undecided on Friday, but it'll probably be Lion. We hope it's Lion, because I don't think anyone wants to see Elliot do a back-to-back. But AV hasn't hasn't made uh, a final call on it. Yeah, it's really unfortunate for Carter, just because, again, you know, the last couple starts, he'd been looking more like his old self and was trending in the right direction. And so just to even derail that a little bit, even if it's not that serious, I think is just, you know, it's just not convenient. That's for sure. But certainly hope he's doing okay. And yeah, I've honestly thought that they would maybe put Lion in the first game and Elliot in the second game, but I guess they have had a few days off. So, you know, putting Elliot in first, I guess is fine given, given the few days off they've had. Yeah. And I think probably cause they're going to go back to um, Brian Elliot on Sunday. So I'm thinking that's why they're having him go first, but yeah. And the lines at practice are pretty much probably going to be the lines we see tonight. So it, at practice, it was Drew Couturier, Voracek, Faraby, Hayes, Allison, JVR, Lawton, Konechny, Limblom, Patrick, NAK. And then on the defense, of course, Provorov, Braun, uh, Sandheim, Haig, and Gossespierre, Myers. You know, I really like that Faraby, Hayes, Allison line. Mm-hmm. I think you know, giving Wade a chance to play on the same line as Joel Farabee, who's been, again, one of the bright spots on the team for the season, I think is a really smart move. And I think having like the two like younger whippersnappers out there with Kevin Hayes will, I think, hopefully make Kevin Hayes like his game stronger. Yeah. So I think it's a good balanced line that will complement each other well. And um, so I I thought that was really good. On the defensive side, I'm just glad that they're putting Phil Myers back in there. Because, again, they just need to give him time and give him a look. And, you know, in order to figure out what they want to do with him moving forward and if his game if they feel it's broken in the way it seems like they feel it is, you know, I don't, I agree to some extent, but not, I'm not totally thinking he's as much of a disaster as, you know, the coaching staff seems to think. So, you know, if they want to truly get a sense of Phil Myers and what he's capable of, you got to put him out there. Yeah, definitely agree. I, you know, think looking back on AV um, and when he was talking about it, I think it was last week where he said that, you know, for speed teams, he likes to go Myers and for heavy teams, he likes to go Moran. I think with the Rangers, they definitely have speed. So it makes sense that Myers is in. But I do agree with you. I mean, ideally, I would like to see him in every game just to, you know, try to get um, give him that time to to try to work on um, his game. But I agree with you with Allison. Um, we're going to talk about it later on in the episode something with Kevin Hayes and Allison, but I do like that that line, and that's going to be a line I try to pay attention to tonight looking into the game. So one of the main things we're looking at for the Flyers down this stretch is just see to see if they can clean up and you know get a little bit more confidence back. I mean, they have a ton of things they need to work on, 
But uh, hopefully this this time that they have, they can try to rebound. Working on things that need to be fixed is a good thing. And when I'm trying to fix my car, I always turn to Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is the best place to go if you need anything for your car. They are one of the most reliable websites. They Their prices are always the same and they're reliably low. And they don't upcharge based on if you're a mechanic or you're a do-it-yourselfer like myself. And I love that they don't even require a membership or an account login. Yeah, I love RockAuto.com. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years and they're a family business. So... I feel like that's how you know you can trust them. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. You can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, like I said, their prices are always reliably low and the same for everyone. When you go to rockauto.com right now, check and see all the parts available they'll have for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. You know, Rachel, I don't think anyone would be surprised uh, to know that I would not place a bet on the Flyers tonight against the Rangers just because I still am a little triggered from earlier matchups. But that's fine because there are so many other games happening tonight. The NHL is racing towards the playoff and now is the perfect time to decide what bets you're thinking of making before they drop the puck. And the perfect place to go is to our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And there are so many sports to choose from besides the NHL, too. The NBA is obviously going on. We've got baseball, golf, motorsports, so much stuff. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, which is awesome because the Oscars are right around the corner. So take a look at those odds as well. You can get updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. In fact, they constantly update their Stanley Cup, division, and awards odds for the NHL right now. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. From today through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaCanfora, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts from every team making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, Rachel. So looking at tonight's game, the Rangers, we know them pretty well at this point. But just to give everyone a little refresher, they are currently fifth in the East with a record of 23, 17, and 6. They are five points ahead of the Flyers, but they are six points behind Boston. Now, everyone was thinking that the Rangers would make a, re- would make a 
fight for the fourth spot in the division. But after seeing them being six points behind Boston, I don't know if they can make up ground with uh, the little limited amount of um, games they have left. So far this month, they've played the Devils, the Isles, the Pens, and the Sabres. Now, they're 4-0 against the Devils, 2-0 against the Pens, and 2-0 against the Sabres, but they are 2-1 versus the Isles. And their last game against the Isles, they suffered a 6-1 loss that didn't mathematically eliminate them from the playoff hunt, but pretty much everyone that is following the team said that was kind of the nail in the coffin for them to reach Boston or Pittsburgh. They would have to go nine and one uh, for the rest of the season. And Pittsburgh and Boston would have to like kind of hit a wall. So I don't know if they'll be able to make that playoff push, but I, like I said, I think that they might get a win tonight. So I don't know. Maybe they could do that nine and one. Yeah. I mean, part of me thinks that, you know, how could the Flyers possibly let the Rangers embarrass them again? Hmm. Like, how how is that possible? And part of me is thinking, well, yeah, it's definitely possible. <laughs> we have evidence that proves as such. So, yeah, I just, I, I my gut says they're going to split the two games. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think that the guys just do not want to let down especially with like Alex Lyon they don't want to hang him out to dry again they just don't and I you know I think that hopefully they can get through these two games with the split like I said but I I just I don't think the Rangers are going to make the playoffs either I just don't think they can do it I think that makes sense, especially because the Rangers are going to be without Jacob Truba, who many believe that he suffered a concussion earlier in the game versus the Islanders. So it doesn't seem like he's likely to play tonight. So, I mean, he is what their number one defenseman, I would say. Maybe I guess you could say Adam Fox is that. I don't know. I'm not sure. Deployment. I would say Fox is, but but Truba's pretty far up there. Yeah, for sure. And looking at their lines in their last game, I don't see if they, I don't think they would make any moves, but on the top line, they have Blackwell, Strom, and Panarin. Um, on the second line, they have Zabinijad, Kreider, and Buchnevich, um, Kako, Lafreniere, and I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, but it's like, it's Hedl with a C-H. And then their fourth line is Rooney, um, Howden, and Kavstov. Craft stuff. You can tell I'm not a like someone who watches the Rangers because I am shocked by these names. And um, yeah, in that game, uh, their defense was um, was only played a lot of that game with only five defense because Trubo was out. But I'm pretty sure we'll see at least that forward line up tonight. And just a question for you, Rachel. Do you think the top line with uh, Couturier, Giroux, and Voracek will be enough to at least negate Panarin's line with Ryan Strom and Blackwell? I mean, I think that's certainly the idea by putting them together like that. I, I don't know exactly what the matchups are going to end up being, but I think that AV is smart to put that 
veteran line together because like somebody's got to take care of business and whether they're up against that first line or that second line which is also pretty strong I think you know they need some group of people out there to negate the offensive firepower that the Rangers do have especially given the scores of the previous games and you know with Zabinajad scoring at will like that that can't happen yeah yeah and you know when you brought up that second line I think I would want that our top line to be focusing on them but then you never want to leave Panarin out there so it's just a tough it's a tough one I'm thankful that I don't have to figure out the matchup so it'll be really interesting to see what AV does tonight especially because the Rangers yeah have kind of had their way with the Flyers the last couple of games so our Flyers fun thing I talked about Hayes and Wade Allison Hayes had such a great quote about Wade Allison that I had to highlight it in today's episode he said he's a funny kid the things he says I don't know if he's even trying to be funny he works hard enjoys what he's doing and he comes from a town of 30 people, says there's only 29 left now that he's gone. <laughs> and, I mean, we've talked about why we love Wade Allison so much. But, I mean, one of the reasons for me, anyway, is that he just seems to have such a fun-loving personality. He's always cracking jokes. And this that quote from Hayes just solidifies that. Allison is super funny. And... um I love that they're they're together, especially playing on the line, because I think Hayes definitely has that funny guy um, attitude. And when things are going good, I feel like you see that more. Now it's been pretty bleak for the Flyers, so we saw that less. So it's good to have a little uh, Wade Allison with Kevin Hayes to try to get that um, fun, happy attitude back in the lineup. They are such a goofy pair. I think it just might work. (laughs) Exactly. And then Joel Farabee on there, too. Like, I cannot wait to see what Wade adds to the mixtape. Truly, I'm waiting for it. So with that, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's show. We'll be back again tomorrow to recap tonight's game against the Rangers and prepare for tomorrow night's game. And then, of course, our greedy thing of the week. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you. Send us in your questions via Twitter at LockedOnFlyers or LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Danielle. You can find me on Twitter at Danielle underscore Nick. That's Danielle underscore N-I-C-C. And I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.